All right, welcome to Game Changer. I'm David Villa here with Diana Villa. And today we're going to talk about the topic of shifting. We're going to talk about shifting today. And how, how many know that in life, you know, there's, there's, there's shiftings that you look forward to and then there's shiftings I think that sometimes we want to avoid. And, uh, you know, and just like when you're driving a car, you know, I learned how to drive a car on a stick shift and I think you did as well. There's an upshift and there's a downshift. There's a time to shift into a higher gear, and then there's a time to shift into a lower gear. And um, so we're going to talk a little bit about shifting today. And you know, and one of the reasons I, f- I felt really to talk about this topic, I feel like we're in a shift. I feel like it's time to shift. And I want to speak from a really a, from a, from a position of offense, right? Not from a position of defense. The church, a lot of times, we talk about from a position of defense, always defending, you know, and that's good, right? The Bible talks about that when you've done all to stand, you stand, right? It, <clears throat> it talks about that, you know, uh, in another passage, that the gates of hell will not prevail. And that always seems kind of defensive, right? Like you, you can just hold on. But I want to challenge us this morning and maybe preach a little bit, Diana, um, bring your mic in. I want to preach a little bit, <laughs> you know, and I want to talk about shifting, and I want to encourage you to take an offensive or a forward move when it comes to shifting. And uh, so, uh, you know, can I just say this? Transformation is a word when I think of shifting that comes to mind, and it's the definition is a thorough or dramatic change in form or appearance. Right? You got a you got a transformation going on, and can you know? Can we just say this? Changing or shifting is part of life, and you know, if if you've been around for a minute. You know, you've heard this phrase a million times, right? Change is a part of life. Yet few people ever take the time to fully really kind of look into the meaning of that. And so, you know, since the world is, you know, since inception, the world's gone through changes. You know, even Genesis alone, think about all the changes God introduced. He brought light where there have been darkness, animals, plants, people, right? All of the creations and all the changes that took place. And so um, the, look at the difference between a newborn and an adult. I know some of us... <laughs> haven't quite, we, we still act like closer to the newborn, you know, even though we are adults, but there's a change that goes on and, you know, between an acorn and oak tree, between a caterpillar and a butterfly. And one thing that's constant is, is change. But what I want to encourage us to do, and I want to talk a little bit about this, is, is, you know, maybe you've been driving in fourth gear for too long. You know, maybe you've been in cruise control for too long. And I want to talk about making this positive offensive thrust or shift and change lanes. And that's not always easy to do. Well, you better look both ways before you change lanes. <laughs> Side, front, back, rear. Might get you know, run over. I, I kind of feel like change sometimes is ugly. I feel like sometimes we think that shifting is going to be bring us into the next season, and we see maybe the end result, what we want to happen in that season or in that shifting. We see where we want to be or what we want to look like or what we're trying to believe God for. But that process of shifting actually a lot of times is ugly. Um, I thought about, you know, a snake when it sheds its skin. You know, there are really snakes that are very, very pretty. They have very, you know, pretty details and colors. But they have that shedding. And doing during that molting season or period, you know, it's dry. It looks kind of scaly. It's like, is this thing alive? Is it dead? And so I feel like shift, you know, be careful if you're in that season, just because it doesn't look right now the way you think it should in that transition or in that in-between, 
um, doesn't mean that something's not going on underneath because that's what's happening even in the snake, that skin. There's something that's happening on the underneath. You know, humans, you know, we shed skins. I can't remember statistically, but how often you uh, shed skin <laughs> is kind of gross. Um, but it's to reveal like new growth underneath or, you know, allergies. I have a daughter that suffers with really bad allergies and um, there were things that she wasn't allergic to that she's allergic to now. And, you know, there was a talking with, you know, the doctors and stuff like that your body goes through this transition every seven years, it could change what used to be okay for you then may not be okay for you. And that'll preach because what used to be okay for you to do or, or, you know, things that you say, or maybe that was good for you in a time period, but now this shift, you know, God's calling greater and more and more faith and, you know, cleaning up ourselves and in that shedding of letting go. And in that season, maybe it's going to cause you to, you know, shed some things that maybe you grew up, some thinking that you grew up, you know, as a, as a child growing up and you believed where it was right. But now as God's begin to show new things and is taking you deeper in him and moving you into a new season, maybe those things aren't okay anymore. So. Think about the think about the metamorphosis, right? We we talked a little bit for a moment about a butterfly, and they go through the change, or they call it metamorphosis, right? So think about the metamorphosis that you yourself have gone through just within the last year or two. You know, what did your life look like this time last year? What did your life look like this time two years ago? You know, what did you go through? What changes, you know, took place? What will it look like in a year from now? And shifting, and can I just say this? Shifting can be painful. You know, even minor changes can can still be felt. And change is scary, right? It's hard, it's painful, but it's also necessary. Something that every living creature goes through. Diana mentioned, you know, the 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 molting of a of a snake, you know, it sheds skin and and you know, I'm thinking again, I want to talk a little bit about this for a second. The butterfly, the metamorphosis that the the butterfly goes through, you know. Um and you can kind of identify the metamorphosis that a butterfly goes through. I think we can actually sometimes, you know, match that up to areas and seasons in our life. You know, there's there's the initial caterpillar, you know, phase, right? This 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 creature that was called to be a butterfly that maybe had the dreams of a butterfly on the inside of them all along. And it, but they were born a, a butterfly, but they were born you know, are identified as a caterpillar, so to speak. It sounds like what's going on in the world. I was born this, I was identified as this, but they identify as a caterpillar per se because, or their identity is set in a caterpillar. Like you've got, you, you know, you have people looking at them going, well, you're nothing but a caterpillar. You you can't do this. And here's this caterpillar that's, you know, that's on the ground that, you know, that's 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 basically face down in the dust, you know, walking around, getting stepped on, you know, getting getting kicked around, whatever, walking through life, <clears throat> not able to fly, and in, in, you know, not able to really, you know, see the potential that's on the inside of of themselves, and you know, then there's this change that goes on. This butterfly, this caterpillar was was meant for more, and so this caterpillar, you know, goes and you know and gets to a place where, um, you know, it it, it gets to a cocoon. And it and it's because it's in its transformation process or its metamorphosis, you know, process. It's going from a caterpillar to a butterfly. There's a season where it's underground per se. There's a season where it's buried or it's covered. Things are dark. 
You know, um, we were talking about, you know, old time uh, photography, you know, that, you know, it's different than, you know, the way we take pictures with filters today and post them and so forth, right? You had to take this film and it had to be developed. There was a process. And, you know, then before the times, even, uh, you know, when our kids were smaller, where they had, you know, 24 hour development or same day development, they begin to go that route before the digital camera world, you had to wait, you know, a significant period of time for film to be developed. And even with a professional photographer, you know, that maybe does things the old way, there's a, there's a, there's a lengthy period of time that, that, that film has to be in a dark room, right? In that dark place. And the negatives are being developed. The negatives are being removed so that what is revealed or left is, is only the positives or only the potential or only the plan and the purpose. And it's what we saw initially, but, but, but I want to encourage you, you know, in that butterfly metamorphosis, Diana, you know, there's the cocoon, but you know, maybe you've been in the cocoon for a long time. Maybe, you know, you've been in the cocoon for the last year and it's been dark and, you know, maybe you've, you know, uh, you know, you've regulated yourself to like, you know, this is how I'm going to be. This is what it's going to look like. This is just as far as I'm going to go. And I want to encourage you that, you know, the butterfly, if it remained in the cocoon, it, it, the caterpillar butterfly remained in the cocoon, it would die because what's going on in that cocoon, it was developing wings. You know, foundations were being built. You know, the ability to sustain its body in the air was, was taking place and change was happening in that dark room. Negatives were being removed and being developed. And, you know, but here's the thing, that butterfly had the break out of that cocoon. It started to break, but the butterfly had to flap its wings. If you read about it, and it has to flap its wings and it has to push hard. It has to strain against the, the confines of the cocoon to break out so that it can fly and, and actually fulfill its destiny. And if it doesn't, it would die. And there's a couple of things. I immediately thought of the scripture <clears throat> in First Samuel. It says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at the appearance or the height or his stature because I've rejected him. For the Lord sees not a man as a man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the inward heart. And so, you know, maybe you have people around you that are looking at what you're looking at right now, what you look like now, and they're speaking against what you know God's called you into this next season. Just remember the Lord looks at your heart. He sees where you're at. He knows your thoughts. And, you know, he has a good plan for you. So I immediately thought of that. And then when you're talking about the film, you know, sometimes we want this instant, you know, an instant Polaroid picture that you snap it and it comes out. It doesn't have the same quality as the ones that go into the, you know, a deeper process of the dark room and, and, and like you said, uh, removing the negatives and stuff like that. So I think, you know, we also want sometimes in the shifting season, we want this instant um, result. We want this instant picture. And sometimes there's seasons that God does do instantaneous and miraculous things, and they're good. But there's times that He goes through a process because He wants it to be refined. The thing, the difference between a Polaroid is, you know, it's kind of like a little bit blurry. It's not real defined in its lines. And maybe the season where it's taking you a little bit longer in this shift is because God's really defining some things. He's really removing some things out of your life. He's building a deeper um, understanding of Him. He's He's building a deeper character. He's building a deeper sense of um, integrity. He's breaking things that have plagued you. Um, so I feel like, you know, don't get weary in the well-doing, right? Don't get weary in that season because maybe it's just a really defining process where you, we want 
we want the instant gratification now because we, you know, everything else in this world, if we're hungry, we can pull into a drive-thru. If we're hungry, we can throw something in the microwave. But there's something about when grandma would actually make a pot roast that she simmered all day. You know, you, you are a grandma now. I am. It's something about, go ahead, but you're saying something about a grandma. Uh, but there's something about that long process. There is a difference. I mean, we have all, we live in a society, and we were just talking about it yesterday, um, air fryers. I don't have one. And I'm like, it sounds intriguing. Like it would be very quick. I could just heat up something and it's, you know, crispy on the outside. Doesn't use but there's something about the old school way that takes time and process where they marinate it and then they let it sit in the refrigerator or even spaghetti like sauce. Like spaghetti sauce tastes better the next day. You're making me hungry. You're making <laughs> me hungry. You know, I was thinking about film again and when you when when you were mentioning the the time frame and how sometimes we have to wait in what's taking place. You know, and again, I don't know, there could be someone that could correct me that listens to this and maybe, uh, you know, maybe you know more than I do, but I'm thinking about a filter, you know, and, and it makes it a lot more convenient, right? Somebody took the time and listen, we live in a digital world. They developed an app that, you know, you can just apply a filter and it changes the look of the picture. And so here's the thing we look at, because what we care about is the outward appearance or the, or the outward result. And going back to your scripture, when David uh, was uh, Samuel went into Jesse's house to anoint um, a king, you know, and, and he went and he looked at, I think it was Eliab or Shammah, one of the two older brothers of David, he looked at him and he said, well, this has got to be the one because he looked the part. And then God said that scripture, I've rejected him because I don't look at the heart. I look at the, I don't look at the outside. I look at the heart. And then the story goes on that he went down the line and rejected every one of his brothers. And then David comes in, the youngest that wasn't even invited to the party. But I want to point something out to you. You know, if you think about this film developing, you put a filter on it, you know, a filter can actually also be removed instantly. You know, if you think about it, it really, is it really changing the picture? Is it really, is it really removing the negatives? Is it really developing, right? Or is it just layering? Because the reality is you could add a filter, and you can remove a filter, you know? And then, I mean, like, what happens if you're going to show this picture to somebody, you know, and you're in a presentation, and all of a sudden you accidentally hit the remove filter button? You know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden it's like, ah! You know, it's like all of a sudden, you know, the filter's removed, and what, and the negatives might show up. And and so, you know, under, so I think there is something for this time frame where God develops. He wants, he doesn't just want it to look good. He wants it to taste good. He wants it to feel good. He wants it to be good. He wants he wants life change to come from, you know, uh, what we walk through. And there's a there's a there's a and there's a metamorphosis, a change that takes place. And but I want to go. I want to just want to go back for a second because I really <clears throat> feel in my heart that the Lord is is really saying to us in this season. I feel that He's saying shift it. And, and kick. It's time for some to break out of the cocoon. It's time, you know, many of us <clears throat> have been in seasons of waiting. And I and I want to encourage you that, you know, it could be your time to shift. It could be your time. And maybe we're bringing some perspective to the season you've walked through. But what I'm really hoping to bring this morning is that you serve a God who hasn't forgotten about you. You serve a God who never wants 
in any of the circumstances you've walked through or any of the time that you've been placed on the figurative bench or any of the time where you feel like I've been in the dark room or I've been in the cocoon. In any of that time over the last year, two years, has God forgotten you? There's not been one time where he hasn't remembered the promise that he gave you and what he spoke into your life and what he designed and created you to do. And so I want to encourage somebody to, to take your hand, place it on the gear shift of life, take it out of fourth gear and put it in the fifth gear, put it in the sixth gear and put your foot on the gas. Because here's the thing, the enemy would love to keep you in what you've wallowed in. He'd love to keep you in, in limit you inside of this cocoon, but you are created to fly. Amen. And I just want to encourage somebody today that needs to hear that because we have got to, we have got to, we have got to lather ourselves up and encourage ourselves. Like David said, he said, I encouraged myself in the Lord. Someone put on there, you can't put a filter on the inside. That is so true. And you know what? No matter what filter we put on our lives and we come in with our, you know, our smiles and we have it all together, even though maybe we have our mess behind the scenes, that shows up. Yeah. Those filters are temporary. (laughs) And so when push comes to shove and there's pressure, those ugly things, and we mentioned this last week, the issues of life flow through our, you know, the issues of life flow through our heart, and it comes out. And sometimes it comes out in the most inopportune times. And let's face it, have we ever ran into somebody that we maybe have known on social media and we see them in person and go, oh, yeah, you don't look like that, <laughs> right? So there is a revealing of the true self, and that usually comes in pres- under pressure or in, in those times of change. And, and But God knows those, you know, your heart. He knows where you're at. So it doesn't matter what facade we place out there. Um, if I'm being honest, I mean, we have had seasons where we've been a mess personally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, Enough about in every, yesterday. In, in, in every area, right? Uh-huh. And um, But here's the thing. We shouldn't walk away from those things and, sh- and have shame in them. We should actually declare them as our testimony that, hey, I was there too, and God has been so good and faithful. But there's still an action on our part, right? We got to hold on to Jesus. Yeah. I mean, there's seasons that, you know, maybe things weren't going the way we wanted them to go. And, you know, we bickered all the way to church and we walked in with our smile. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. Right. And then got back in the car and picked up that disagreement we had before we walked in, um, and but God knew that, right? But God has wanted to work those things out. Um, you know, enjoy the journey. <clears throat> you know, sometimes when we're driving, David will try and talk to me. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. I literally, when I'm not driving, I, as a passenger, um, I'm looking around, every, like I'm watching everything around me, like, oh, that's a new building or that. Like, enjoy the journey. Take note. Look back at where you've come from. You know, in the season, if you're feeling discouraged and thinking, gosh, I'm just an ugly mess, look where you started. Yeah. And realize that there's progress. You know, when you're on a weight loss journey, um, you don't see those results as you're going through because they're so slow sometimes. But people that haven't seen you in a couple months go, hey, I, wow, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, really? I, I, you don't even notice it. God's maybe working those things, working something slowly in you, and you don't even recognize the change in you, but when you encounter, you know, when you're sitting at your Thanksgiving dinner table this year with people that you haven't seen since last year, I'm just praying right now that there are people that they will recognize that God has done something different in your life and your attitude's different. Your response to them is different. You know what? Your love is greater. So, you know, maybe you don't recognize the things that God's doing slowly, but I'm going to just pray that, you know, while you're sitting at Thanksgiving dinner, people see, 
wow, something is different. And that an op- opportunity will be open that you can say, it's been the Lord. He's been working some things out in me. Amen. Why do we fear change? Why do we fear it? You know, <clears throat> if we look at it from a, from a logical perspective, I, I, change is a, a, a positive thing. I mean, it's part of life. It's the one thing. Some, some would say that change is the one thing that you can always depend on. Yeah. It happens, right? And um, so it's a positive thing. It doesn't have to be negative. But when we hear change, we, we don't often think about it as positive. We think about the difficult aspects of it. We hear the word change and we get nervous, right? The idea of change stresses us out. And the actual process of change keeps us up at night. So we as people are terrified of change. Why? Because here, here's, here's my opinion. Change is something that presses us out of our comfort zone. Change is something that is destiny-filtered, heart-grown, right, faith-built. Change pushes you and I to do our personal best. It draws out those who are poised for a new way. Change doesn't look for a resting place. It looks for the next launching point. Change uses the power that's invested in the unseen, sounds like faith, right, to reinvent what is seen. And to, to seek out the, the positive in change, it requires faith. And as believers, we know that faith can be hard. If it were easy, everyone would be faithful. But faith and change are similar that when things are going well, they're easy. So I want to just say that change is inevitable. Change is here to stay, right? It's not going anywhere. But it doesn't have to scare you or intimidate you, you know, because you, you, you're further than you think you are. You're, you're more ready than you think you are. And sometimes change is as simple as a shift. A shift is a change in something, an adjustment in the way something's done. You know, you can, you can shift a different way to work if you need change. You can, you can shift a different path. You can, you can shift by turning off the TV. You can shift by, you know, going on the date. You can shift by stop buying that, you know, and a shift is something that is 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 done in a simple way. It's a it's a small adjustment. It, it's not even think about something when we say shift it from fourth gear into fifth gear and just put your foot on the gas. You're thinking about man, that's such a big change because it sounds like a big change, right? Because it produces big results. But if you think about how small, how minor, if you had your hand on a manual transmission and you just had to shift it from fourth gear to fifth gear, look at really how s- small of a movement that is. You could you could do it without somebody even know you're doing it. You could do literally just just a little movement. And it's simple, right? When you shift gears in a, in a car, you're just moving from one gear to another. We shift in our pursuit of purpose. We reach our destination. And, um, you know, when I think about times in my life where a shift was required, I think about, you know, driving a fast, high-performing sports car with six gears, right, in fourth gear. You still have room to grow. You still have room to go. Change, adjustment, move, switch, shift. Amen? You know, I kind of was thinking about maybe we feel like God's you know, allowing this shift slowly. Like, you know that there's a shift, and we're, we're like, God, you're, you know, you're not going fast enough for my taking, but maybe it's a, percep- a perspective change. So maybe your shift is a perspective change. Maybe it's not that God's moving slow on our behalf. Maybe he's being patient with us. <laughs> So we're always waiting on him, but he's waiting on us, really, right? Like he's going too slow. No, I'm being patient with you because I'm actually telling you to go right, and you're pondering left. 
And so perspective, I think, is a really important thing in, in seasons of shifting and change is that you have to, you know, um, make sure your perspective is from the lens of, of the Lord and the Holy Spirit and where he's taking you and where he wants you to go. You know, I'm automatically thinking of a reboot of your phone. Maybe you just got to reboot everything. You're in a season where just if you don't know what to do, stand and reboot. Mm, that's good. Hey, guys, make sure you shift today. Make sure you ask the Lord where he would have you shift. Um, hopefully, this was a blessing to you. And as we wrap this up, I'm just going to tell you, if this is your first time watching or listening, we live stream our episodes on the Game Changer app every Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern and upload it to YouTube, Apple, and Spotify every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Also, if it was helpful to you, we would appreciate it if you would rate and review wherever you listen or watch it or help us get more exposure and touch more lives. And listen, we see you all over the place on social media. So if you ever post, make sure you tag us so that we can uh, see what you're doing and just reshare it. And if you want to get more connected with us, download our Game Changer app. We have tons of great content, including devotionals. Matter of fact, today's lesson shift was uh, one of our devotionals in the Version Bible app. Make sure you check it out. Uh, we have leadership lessons, interviews, and more to help you grow in your relationship with God. So once again, a big thank you for being part of our community. We'll see you next time on Game Changer Podcast.